0: And uh, I wanted. I'm going to give you guys time to come into the chat. Uh, we are going to have a good conversation today, and we're going to have a panel discussion, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about twerking. Believe it or not, <laughs> uh, I, I know it sounds crazy. Like why you know what? Why are we having this discussion? But uh, but you'll know why. I think a lot of you uh, know what's going on. Uh, there is a <clears throat> was this real crazy situation with. A brother who ran a restaurant. Uh, what was the restaurant called? True Kitchen, True Kitchen, and some True True Kitchen and Cocktails. Is that right? Uh, who basically uh, went off on some patrons because they just, I guess, had a twerk fest in his restaurant, <laughs> and uh, it kind of set the internet on fire. And everybody was, um, you know, kind everybody had an opinion about it. So uh, I figured that we would have our, our opinion about it. And so uh, for tonight's panel, uh, we happen to have four men, but it was not intended that way. Uh, okay. Tierra K.J. Williams and Chanel uh, Walker, a.k.a. Madam President should be here. Uh, and so I'd like to actually hear from ladies. And in fact, what I'm also trying to do is try to see if on this uh, platform, if I could share the link so that uh, if you are, you know, if you have an opinion, you can actually come in as a guest and stuff like that. And so we're going to have a real fun respectful black conversation about this. So uh first of all I'd like to introduce uh John F Thomas, John F Thomas uh aka JT Slim Cutter. That's his uh Instagram and Twitter following and all that stuff. You should follow him for sure. Uh he is um uh he's a, a lot of things. Uh he he works a lot in Hollywood. He's an award-winning uh actor, director, uh, producer uh he he's just a great guy very talented very smart and uh Jeff Lightsy Jr Jeff Lightsy Jr is from the Black Balls channel the blackballschannel.com he does uh ball sports and uh he's a uh, the little Stephen A Smith that's that's what I call him and uh, and then, uh, then there's this then there's this motherfucker I never met who just popped in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with you, man. No, that's, that's, it, it says Juan McAllister. Now, Juan uh, responded to a public query on my um on my uh Instagram. I just said, Hey, if you want to come in and you want to talk about it, uh, you know, let me know. And um, and so Juan reached out and said, Hey, I'd like to come in. I got something to say. So I said, Okay, come on in, brother. Let's let's hear what you got to say. So, welcome, Juan. We're glad to have you here, man.
1: All right, pleasure to be here, pleasure to be here.
0: All right, so let's uh, let's get started. Now, first of all, let me ask everybody in the chat if you haven't hit the thumbs up button, please hit the thumbs up button, uh, the share button, subscribe button, notification bell, everything else. And I would like to ask you guys uh, this basic question: uh, Give me a yes or no. Yes or no in the chat. Did you hear about uh, what went down with with the whole uh, twerking situation? I think online they're calling it Twerk Gate, and uh, and basically, um, you know, it's 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 become kind of the talk of the internet. Where basically uh, there's, there's this whole crazy thing going on in this restaurant where apparently, you know, there's a lot of twerking going on and a lot of people got mad about it. And in fact, I got <laughs> a here. and I'm going to share the screen. So uh, hopefully it'll work when I share the screen. But I'm going to share the screen and uh, and show the video of the brother responding. The restaurant owner got really pissed. He got really mad about the whole twerking thing. And, uh, and it kind of went viral. And I'd be curious to know what you guys think about it. So here is. Uh, here it is, right here. I'm gonna play it now.
2: Building this concept so black people can
0: have somewhere nice to go to. Okay, somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a the one. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is on somebody else's channel. So she's got something to say, but I'm gonna skip past that. I I, I got it off of her her channel, but I guess this is her commentary. Not the, no disrespect to her, but but I but we want to see what the brother has to say first. So, somewhere where we can feel good
3: about ourselves as a the one to me, please, somewhere
2: where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? No, yeah. no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to King, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are to talking on glass here. If you want to do it, you can fuck out my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for
4: our culture. I can get
0: out because I don't need your money. I need to provide something for my people. But don't do it again. Thank you. Okay, so let, let's uh let's start there. Um so uh you know, uh first of all, uh, let me ask everybody just with a straw poll, uh, give me a yes or no if you agree with what the brother said. Um yes or no if you thought that what he said was okay. Um and so I guess I'll start I'll start with our new guest, uh Juan uh mm-hmm. what did you, you think about
1: uh what was stated in this video? Um. Honestly, I I I didn't. I guess I didn't didn't hear what. Well, I guess I I saw um Ricky Smiley and made a comment about I guess the music that was being played by the DJ, and that was my first thought too was that, you know, maybe there was some kind of music that was being played played that was you know enticing booties to be shook you know, in 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 the restaurant <laughs> and. Uh, I mean, I don't think, honestly, his, his, maybe the way he, he kind of came came his tone, I guess his tone was just kind of, to me, seemed like it was just too, uh, maybe maybe too blunt, I guess. But I don't know, it just seemed like maybe he got, you know, the whole thing got initiated despite the music that was being played in his establishment. So that was the thing that struck me because, you know, being, you know, I've, I've, I've had a restaurant Um, and I've always been conscientious of, you know, the type of music that was played in the background, um, in the restaurant just to kind of keep things, you know, you know, you, you always try to, I guess, try to establish some kind of, uh, mood or, um, sense of, um, I guess you try to create a dining experience with, you know, with the type of music that you play. So it seemed like to me, the DJ was a little bit out of control. Mm, Um, and I thought maybe, you know, you know, I, I, I kind of empathize with what he was saying to some degree because yeah, you any anytime you have an establishment, you, you know, restaurant business is, a, is not easy. Is not an easy business, man. I've been in the game like thirty some years, um, and it's it's not easy business. And you put your you know a lot of time in it. This is not you know you know I, I kind of empathize with with him as an owner because you put a lot of effort and time in there. And then when people come in and just be, you know, disrespecting your place, mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, you you know, you get to the point where you're, you know, gets balled over in terms of, right. uh, you know, this disrespect. And I think it was just a disrespectful thing to do. I mean, I, I, I've never so, seen. Nothing so like
4: let me that. let
0: me let me let me jump in. Uh, jump, jump mm-hmm. in. Just, just so just so I want make sure everybody okay. just so you guys know, I, I, if you get to about 60, 90 seconds of your comment, okay. gonna, I have to jump in. But no disrespect. <laughs> I would oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. And I also want to make sure that the, uh, the we finally got a woman in here, Madam President, uh, to come in. She was actually waiting in the background, and because I'm such a sexist bastard, um, I, I didn't see her down at the bottom. So black women, uh, you know, when they say black women are disrespected and ignored, I have to apologize publicly for giving that impression because I, I did not see her down at the bottom of the screen. And and I said, "Where are you? Where are you at?" And she said, "I'm right. I'm right there." So anyway, Madam President is um uh your uh your your uh, your your Twitter handle is uh is it Madam President?
2: What is one it? Madam
0: President with the Z? One, one Madam President with the Z, and uh, AKA Chanel Walker. She's super smart uh, super cool and, uh, super capable. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I'm really glad you're here because I really feel like this is a conversation that requires some balance, right? Like, I, I think the challenge, like it's easy for us to tell, talk about what our opinion is, but I think it's hard for us to try to understand what somebody else's opinion is. So, um, not to say she, that her opinion is going to different from ours. I do know what your opinion is, but actually I'll just go to you now. Um, so <laughs> remember, when you saw this whole thing going down, like what, what went through your mind?
2: Well, one of the things that... First of all, I live in Atlanta. Is this in Atlanta or somewhere else?
3: Dallas. Oh. Dallas,
2: Dallas. Oh, okay, mm. um, another Atlanta. Well, yeah, in, Atlanta too. well, my point is that Black people have the tendency to have a really good time in a lot of restaurants in, the, uh, in Atlanta and places yes, like Dallas. It. They play music. I've never been to, like in Atlanta, you can literally go to the gas station and there'll be like a, a DJ playing. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I'm always in awe that there's music playing all everywhere. So number one, we all know that music, hip hop in general brings about a certain energy behind it. Everybody knows if you play juvenile, Girl, you look good, won't you back that Like somebody will get up and start dancing from the okay? Yeah, so, you know what? It, it happens when they start
0: playing that beat, it's like doom. Yeah. Dum, Dum. Dum. It's like that's a the mouth music. Like, the mouth music. Up,
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't they matter. They
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm not saying that that was being played uh to, to make that happen, but I'm making it I'm being funny, but I'm being very here's where I'm gonna get serious. So, you know, um, Say, for instance, if a bunch of rich people was eating at this establishment, right? So I'm talking about maybe $200 a plate. People, and the music was going, and um, you had people like the mayor of Atlanta, and she decided... This is my song. I'm going to get up and dance. I'm going to twerk. I guarantee you that restaurant owner would not have came out with the same approach. I believe that uh, people have the tendency to treat uh, regular folk very regular, tell them what to do and how to do it. And I also believe that people have the tendency to treat rich folk differently. They let them do what they want, how they want, whenever they want. So I, I think there's a biasness here, whether he wants, whether the owner is willing to agree with it or not.
0: Okay. So uh, let, let me see. So, John, let me go to you then. Um, what, what what are your thoughts? what do you think?
5: I mean, yeah, I, I agree with, um, I, I agree with Madam President, but just except for just at one part, because I mean, it, it, it's not really just a black thing on, on that issue where it's like if a person has money, because that's across the board. I mean, I've, I've worked at uh, like the second highest grossing mall in the world out here in L.A., and when we talk about just when people having money and it's a different kind of bias with that, they can do whatever they want. I'm not, I worked in museums where uh, in, in a museum where you're not supposed to bring any kind of drinks and food, but for the donors and investors and stuff like, oh, yeah, here, here's some champagne. Here's some please come on in and, and do whatever you I don't care if you spill wine on the floor. It's fine. You know, so but uh, I, I I feel like the way he said his tone, it could have been different. But I mean, at the end of the day, look, it's his restaurant. He, If he doesn't want people twerking, don't twerk, you know? It's, it's like, I mean, if you go to any other restaurant, that doesn't really happen like that, you know? So I think it, it, to a certain degree, we kind of take advantage of each other, in a sense, to where we're just like, oh, hey, you know? I mean, it, it, you feel comfortable and you just want to do stuff, but there is a lack of respect. I guess kind of like on, on both sides. I mean, like I said, he could have said something. He could have said it in a nicer tone, yes. Mm. But again, right. it's his restaurant. He can run it however he wants to run
0: it. So you're saying that the, it was it was the wasn't what he said. It was the way he said it, basically, right? That's what I'm getting. Like the tone, yelling, the, you know, almost feeling like uh, the yo. Know, and and that's a good point, right? I mean, I was thinking about that. You know, I don't know. Um, I, I've seen restaurant owners stand up for what they want to see happen in their establishment. But the, the idea of kind of yelling at the uh, the customers, and he even mentioned in the video that 75% of his customers are women. And so I, I think that if you are asking somebody yeah. to do something, that's one thing. But if you are yelling at them, uh, that can make people feel feel some kind of way. Jeff, what are your thoughts on that?
3: Well, uh, yeah, they, definitely. That's that's the biggest backlash is because of the way he said it. I think we also have to put this into uh we have to put this in the context, right? It wasn't just the twerking. They were standing on the booths in the restaurant up mm-hmm. against a glass wall. Like I, that, that wasn't shown oh, in the video wow. you played, boy. So like, like you got to give that context too. Like we're mm-hmm. talking about liability issues. We're talking about injuries mm-hmm. or potential lawsuits. Like it's a lot going on. And, and he, and the way he's kind of trying to market his, Restaurant is like a fine dining experience for the Black culture, right? So it's you're gonna play a certain style of music if you're gonna give a fine dining experience for Black folks, like the same thing you hear in a roof. Chris, you're not gonna hear like Black folks don't want to hear that, right? Like so, he playing the, the Black music. So I don't think that gives you an excuse to stand up on the furniture, lean against his glass wall, and then and then uh, he released the video. He also we also didn't mention this. He released the video that shows him politely coming up to that table. Of before the yelling yeah. incident, we only saw the yelling incident, but he actually released a video saying like, hey, he goes to the table, like, let them know, like, yeah, I can't be acting like this, man. Like, we, we, we got like we got some sense in here. Right. Mm-hmm. So then he released that video. And then it, and finally he just got fed up and it was like, oh, man, oh hell broke loose. And he just mm-hmm. went hard after him. So that that is what we also have to take that into consideration, because we just can't just go up there and act fool just because it's black folk business and we want to act I'm like, oh my god no we're down for the culture or whatever it's like nah man we gotta <laughs> act like we got some sense at some point mm. well you know and and
0: i think i think that's that that is interesting right i mean i think it's kind of like uh i think a good test a lot of times is to say you know if this were not a black establishment mm-hmm. you know what, what's to be expected you know what exactly. the rights of a restaurant owner like how what what boundaries because he, he he made it clear he was like i don't want your money you know, take take your, your money down the street and stuff like that. And actually, I saw this other video. Somebody else sent me this. I love the internet, man, because people send me just they just be sending me shit. And so uh, I, I got this uh, thing in the in in my um, in my Instagram. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I hope I hit the right one. Let's see. There we go. And they basically this was uh, shared by the real earthquake, and it says uh, this restaurant is fifty dollars a plate. They allow women to twerk and have fun. So.
2: Oh, my
1: God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we so, we all going ahead. So, so
0: <laughs> yeah. So what? <laughs> so uh. So why? What What, what mm-hmm. you think
1: about that? Well, I appreciate the um the additional information from Brother Jeff there. Um, and I kind of, I guess my one of my thoughts was that yeah, in, in my experience, it seems like us as black folk, some well, I would, I would say some some of us. Um, don't know how to conduct themselves. You know they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that in Ruth Chris. They wouldn't do that at uh, one of uh, uh, Fritada's restaurants. Uh, the guy that owns the Houston Rockets. They would, they would never do that there. Um, any high end place or any really any establishment, really Chick Fil A. I don't, I don't think you want to do that at Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Be honest <laughs> with you, you know. But it's always seems like our people always seem to. Some of our people always seem to test us. We all, you know, all, always seem to. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I know Doctor Boy. Sometimes you talk about people. You know, we have like a almost like mental. um uh, mental issues, I guess. I'm uh, not, not mental issues, but um what's what's the term you use? You say Yeah, um,
0: we are crazy as fuck. Are you yeah, kidding? yeah, yeah. We really have we <laughs> not really, not
1: all of us. Not right, all not of all, us. all of them not talking about all of us. But t- you're right though. Were we we a lot like, of raised, makes you crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was raised you know, my father and mom didn't put up with no shit. You know, honestly they didn't put up with no shit. And there was a certain way that you had to conduct yourself. And mm. for some reason, seemed like I don't know if it's a generational thing. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't own no business like that. But you know, that's that's just the nature of the beast that we're in. I guess I don't know.
2: Well, can I say something, uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Watkins? One of the things that I think that. um we have to keep in mind is black folks are always being told how to act, how to be, what to be. And the Mm. only reference is white people, white supremacy, how Mm. they act. Go and sit down and be quiet because that's what you're supposed to do. Where culture, in the DNA of black folks, music and all that and rhythm, it's in the soul. You see the babies two and three years old when they hear sound. They got rhythm like they've been here a 100 years. My point is, like, I don't want us to have the idea That just because somebody is overly enjoying themselves is that they are indecent. We got too many white folks with suits on that sitting around conducting themselves very well, but, you know, putting bombs on innocent children, um, arresting innocent black folks. So I don't want us to have the idea that, you know, you can act right. And, and mm-hmm. that just be it. That, that just mean that you know how to act and that's it. So I feel like one of the things that the owner could have done is he could have put them out. If I am a I'm a owner of a small business and the reality is if you do not know how to behave yourself if this is a not if this isn't a standard for what I represent or I want in my business then I'm going to ask you to leave and I'm not going to give you four and five times. This isn't a classroom. If I don't need your money, I'm going to give you the refund or I'm going to get you exported out, but I'm not going to embarrass and ridicule and chastise the entire restaurant so I can get my point across. No, mm. children. Okay. And, you know, so that's my point. If you run to the establishment, run it.
0: I, I think that's a good point. So what what do you think about that? I mean, it almost seems to me like the, uh, the big objection that a lot of folks have is, is, you know, what's the point? What's the need for the lecture? Right. What's the need for all the the all the extra stuff? Why not just say, uh, you know, I'm sorry, we don't allow that here. Uh, if you would like to leave or we would like for you to go, you know, if you cannot stop doing this, Um, it, it, it almost seems like uh maybe because you, you were speaking, Madam President, about uh, I was thinking about culture. Right. We do like music. Right. But not. But remember that even though, even if you're feeling the music, that doesn't necessarily twerking is kind of in its own category, right? Twerking is I'm feeling the music, and now I'm gonna show you my jiggly ass. Whereas I can feel the music and just be snapping my fingers and bobbing my head, right? Right. So that so twerking's kind of in a special place. It has a special place in 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 Black history or white history. Everybody's history. And uh, and and then, but then it's also interesting, you know, because you were talking about culture and it almost felt like culture was part of what drove him to feel the need to give that lecture. Like, because you're black, I feel compelled to tell you why as black people, this bothers Mm -hmm. me. Uh, John, Jeff, uh, anybody want to jump in on that? What do you you think about that in terms of how culture played a part and how this whole thing played out?
5: Yeah, I I think because, you know, it it takes me back to what Dr. Claude Anderson uh, has been saying, what you've been saying in a sense to where, I mean it's really tough, but I, I think we all need to get have some some kind of a code. You know, mm-hmm. like there needs to be some kind of a code because I feel like we as a group of people, we're like all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's on one extreme, like, hey, we should be able to do whatever the hell we want. And yeah, to a to a degree, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. But then on the other extreme, just like Madam President was saying, it's like, well, you know, we we don't need to model ourselves to white mm. culture. But if you but in this situation, the thing is weird, about, uh, interesting about this is, I mean, something like that, you would only see that with, I guess, like, just black people who are just kind of really ratchet. And you know, I just want to twerk my ass on the glass and all this other stuff. That, <laughs> they wouldn't really do this at any other restaurants and no other race outside of white, the white people, you know, Indians, uh, Hispanics. They wouldn't really be doing anything like this. Asians, Jewish people, they wouldn't do that. So there has to be some kind of a code where it's just like, "Hey, we, you know, hey, let's let's not in this restaurant we can't do it. Now the other restaurant where yeah they don't mm. want the napkins and stuff, shake your ass, have fun. I don't because exactly. they don't allow you to do that. But in other restaurants, you know, that's not that's not cool. And for him to come over there and say something to them, you know, and and uh, just like you know Chanel was saying, it was like, yeah, he should have. It, he could have. He had options. He could have kicked him out, but he was trying to be nice about it. And Hey, can you just not do that? All right, cool. Then you got to the point where he blew up, and that's what we saw. So, I, last my last point is, I feel like we need to stop being just as a culture so emotional. We're we're, we're constantly just emotionally reacting to everything. As soon as somebody critiques even our own people, we just, well, just just let us just let us do it. Just let us do this and let us do this. It's like, no, that's not the case. So we we can't even get together because we can't hold one another accountable or just try to lift one another up and all of this because everybody is getting in their feelings everybody's getting in their emotions so Mm, coming and thinking rationally and and critically and and calmly to the situation like hey so what should have happened what could have instead of being so defensive about everything right
0: Right. yeah well well, by the way i want to introduce the the brother that just came in uh this is t kalik T. Kalik is very. He's he's uh, he stands out on my on my Facebook because he's very passionate about what he believes in, and um, and I'll tell you, I I, I don't even halfway uh, 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 care one way or another if he agrees with me or not.
4: I just uh, love, love when people stand up for what they believe in. How you doing today, man? Oh man, I'm doing excellent, brother. Yeah, glad
0: to have you. Glad to have you. Now let me ask you this. So T, let let's uh, let me kick off and get your your take on this. So we've been doing a straw poll to try to figure out uh, how people feel about. What happened with uh, this whole twerking incident? Uh, if the owner did anything wrong at all, um, if it could have been handled different, um, I, I'm going to say this. I'll go ahead and jump ahead and say that I, I saw your post on Facebook where where you pretty much felt you seem to feel that it's uh, a problem that black that a black man can't you know have standards without getting pushback from people that feel that black people should have no standards that there's just no that, that there, 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 there's as low as we can go we just got to go there
4: and stay there. Um, can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, man, I just to me, I just see this as an attack on the black man's authority pretty much. And just belittling the black man to relegate him to, you know, just this misogynistic being who just mis- mistreats his women. Because see, if you look at the media and it's just shameful how the black media, especially, you know, places like the root, you know, the blue checkmark black celebrities you know, the the black feminists are framing this in a way as if this black man has some type of ill will specifically towards black women. You know, they are calling his his actions misogynistic to minimize what he's trying to do. He's trying to run an establishment Mm -hmm. where he wants black people to be classy, you know. You know, we don't always have to twerk everywhere there's a black, you know, establishment. We we don't always (laughs) have to get on tables start twerking or start just just doing dumb, you know, stereotypical things that black people do. So to me, um, this was more of a just, you know, yeah, just attack on this black man in this respect. And just and just one more thing I like to highlight. Um, you know, I, I I looked into this story and um, you know, he's told these women re- repeatedly, there's even a beat of him telling the women to chill. And mm-hmm. I'm hearing his multiple tables and it was egging them on. So I think from his perspective, he's like, you guys are just going to disrespect me like this, Mm -hmm. knowing you're not going to do any other institution. So I think that's why he lashed out. But Mm -hmm. yeah, um, that's what it is in my opinion. is just black men can't check nobody, and black men can have no standards for the community at all.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, uh, Jeff, I haven't heard from you for a minute, and I'd like to hear from you. And then I also would like to hear from Madam President on that. Uh, So so T seems to feel that this is kind of a... Uh, an assault on the right of a black man to have any voice or say in how things might happen in the community. And I I was thinking about this, right? I was trying to process, Mm -hmm. I was thinking, what if this had been a black woman's restaurant and let's say that the, the brothers stood on the furniture and were, you know, somebody says it's actually on Instagram. I can't even take credit for this one. Uh, He said, what if a bunch of brothers were crip walking on top of the lady's furniture and she (laughs) asked them politely, please don't crip walk on my furniture. And they did it anyway. And, and then she just went ballistic and went off, right? Like how would, would people see it different if it, was, if it was a woman going off on men for being disrespectful? Like, do you think that it would be the same across genders? What what do you think, Joe?
3: Well, definitely the uh, the like you said, kind of like that blue check mark version of Twitter or whatever, where like a lot of people that push the feminist movement would we'll definitely see it differently because, like you said, it, a lot of times there's, there, I mean we've seen like the attack on black men in different perspectives of the world. Right. And so this was just another example, simply because when you, when you, when you try to do things like black lives matter tries to uh, get rid of the nuclear family and stuff like that, like that is part of this, right? Like it's, it's delving real deep into it, right? Like I don't want to get too deep into the weeds, but it's part of it. When you attack someone for simply standing up for what they believe in or standing up for their you know their property, their restaurant, and all they ask for you to do is not stand on the stand on the furniture. You know what I'm saying against the against the glass, like. Then you sound like you the crazy person, right? Like they're trying to make this man sound like the angry, crazy black restaurant owner. But it, technically, you are crazy if you don't think if somebody was up in your house, leaned up against your windows, don't even make it a restaurant. <laughs> Lean up against your windows on your couches, twerking or whatever. They could be doing whatever. Then you go, go off, especially, especially after you've already told them once or twice. Now, you say, I mean, some folks would be like, oh, he's talking to them like kids. Well, now you're acting like children. Right, like this, mm. that's what you do with your children because it's like, man, wow. what the hell is going on? Like, if I've already told you multiple times, and it's on video, not like the man's flying, it's not like he came out and said it, he shows the video of him telling this, these group patrons, like, hey, you know, chill out a little bit, like, let's calm down, we're here to eat. You know, people over eating steak and ribs and macaroni and cheese, that want booty in their face shaking while they're trying to eat, they, you know, they prime rib or whatever's going on, like, no. They, <laughs> And if you fall through this glass, which was, again, there's a video of it. If you fall through this glass, you're not going to be, you know, all that twerking is going to be out the window. It's going to be a lawsuit on him. And so I'm not going for that either. That's just my thought.
0: Mm. Okay. Uh, Chanel, um, uh, please, what, what, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Well, I think that um, we, we aren't enemies. Black men and black women, we're not enemies to one another. So like I, I think the narrative has to be just we need to we need to start correcting that as much as possible is that we're not against one another. So if if my brother can talk to me and share with me something that I need to correct, I don't feel offended when I need to self-correct. But like Farrakhan has said, you know, it gotta be done in a proper way. A woman would lead a, a woman will follow a man that's leading in the in in the right way. But I can't follow you if you're leaving from Hennessy and you're leaving from anger and you're leaving from other elements that's be, that's just outside of doing it the right way. So I think that um, I, I don't want to excuse the behavior of just twerking on people's furniture. But my thing is, if he wants to be accountable as a owner, I would rather him put them out. I would I would handle it in a matter of, oh, I gave you a warning. It's time for you to leave, um, you know, as much as possible, so we don't have to go through me cursing out everybody and and getting, you know, going to just escalating the the situation even higher. I'm going to put them out. They are interrupting my entire business and everybody around. Why would I sacrifice that? Mm. That Speak from ego. I got to go out and snap on you because I told you four times. That's no, that's not how you properly run a business. Now, let me just say something real quick. Because let's not act like these women are not supporting a Black business, okay? As as ghetto, as ratchet, as anything else that they are, they are there supporting a Black man's business. They, they are there doing that. So they get credit for that. We have the tendency have to always try to diminish, you know, the woman who isn't well put, the woman who twerks but that woman could could have been Sandra Bland. You don't know how she act when music is on. So we have to realize that we cannot determine and decide when, when we go stand up for one another. We don't have to excuse the behavior. Wrong is wrong, if that's what it is. But you know, I can't, I just can't like X you out. I can't like not mess with you forever because you want to twerk like no, like sit sit (laughs) down. I still (laughs) mess with you though. Like sit down, don't do that. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know.
0: know, Well, well, let let, let me let me tell you this. Uh, By the way, everybody, uh, uh, we got a panel, an all black panel tonight. We're talking about uh, twerking in a restaurant and the whole situation down in Dallas and whether the brother was right or wrong. And uh, I want to make sure I introduce and mention all the panelists. Uh, I got a we got a uh, uh, Jeff Licey, Jr. Uh, You can just raise your hand when I say your name, because I I don't know how to make your names pop up on screen. (laughs) Jeff Licey, Jr. Right here. We got Madam President uh, from Fly New Bean Queen. We got T. Kalik. uh, Raise your hand, brother, if you don't mind. And uh, uh, we got John Thomas. John F. Thomas. Raise your hand, please. And Juan. What is your last name, Juan?
1: McAllister, McAllister Chef Juan Cooks,
0: Mr. Juan McAllister. And what was that again?
1: That last point? Oh, my IG is uh, chef, underscore uh, chef Juan underscore Cooks.
0: Ah, Chef Juan. Okay, so you mm-hmm. a chef, yeah, man. Yeah. Ah, right. uh, okay, take- so so you understand, uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. like to run a restaurant. I got I want to ask you about that, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and actually, is uh, before we move on with that, I want to ask everybody if you could take a second, hit the thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell. We're building black media. And uh, we can really use your help. So uh, if you want to support black media and the growth, uh, hit the notification bell. So you'll be notified when we go live. And uh, we'll bring panels like this. And just so you guys know, everybody who's watching, if you ever want to come in and try to be on a panel or something, uh, if you just hit us up, uh, we we can definitely invite you in. So uh, we're trying to include as many voices as possible. So here's one thing I want to um, show you all is uh, there. I did a poll. Uh, you guys know I'm a, I'm a little bit of a scientist, so uh, I like to uh, see what people are thinking about stuff. And so I asked it, uh, basically what people thought. Now, th- these are not normal black people. These are black people that um, that follow me. And you all know, a re- regular black people don't follow me. They're a little bit smarter. They're a little they're very uh, pro-black. They have a certain black identity that's very, very strong. But here's what they thought about the whole situation. So I just asked them, do you think the restaurant owner was wrong to tell women not to twerk in his establishment? And 91 percent, 91.9 percent, an overwhelming majority said said uh, no, uh, he, he was right that, you know, that, that everything he said was OK. Three point four percent said he was wrong. Four percent said uh, that he that they're not sure. So so and it was 384 people that voted. So it's a good scientific number. Uh, it's not a random sample, though. It's not random black people. These are special type, different types of black people who see the world a certain way. But I do think that it appears that there's a strong segment of the community that just feels like, come on, man, you know, like, like this is, you know, what is it that uh, says that that black culture is identified? It almost seems to me, and i like, anybody can jump in on this. Yeah, and I wonder if when the world looks at black people, right. And you ask a random person who's not black, like what do you think about African-Americans and tell the truth? Do you think that they're going to say something good? Like, do you, if, they, if they were, I'm talking about if they were really, to be honest, like if they knew nobody was watching and they could really say what was on their mind, Right. Not give a politically correct answer. What stereotypes if they had like, for example, if I talk about Asians. I say, what do you think about Asians? People say, well, they, they know ma- they're really good at math and they know karate. Right. <laughs> right. Or what do you think about Jews? Well, the Jewish community, they, they're really good with money. Right. Uh, what stereotypes do you think that people have of black people? Do you, think, and do you think any of those stereotypes are good? Um, anybody can jump in. What do you think they would say? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, um, you know, I used to have, a, you know, um, years ago, I used to work with this Indian guy. He came straight out of India. And, you know, and, you know, the thing with me is I can have really politically incorrect, you know, politically incorrect conversations with people, because that's how I learn and grow. And I don't get offended. And, you know, he told me straight up, like he was telling me, no offense, but, you know, why do your people drive around with, you know cars that's worth $2,000 and put, you know, $4,000 rims on it, you know, pretty much just coming out with, with me with a lot of stereotypical things. And the thing is what African Americans, we, we, we have to do is we have to clean up our imagery and I'm, you know, I, you know, I can't put a hundred percent of blame on black people. I kind of do put a lot of the blame on the media because if you look at the media and these black people who are paid by them, defending the women, they only promote black women who are, you know, ratchet, who are like uh, Lizzo, who are like, you know, Megan Thee Stallion? Gist, the ones who are always flaunting their bodies, the ones who are very loud, the ones who want to get out and twerk everywhere. They want that type of black woman represented in the black community. And that does have an impact on the black family because a lot of black men, if we're looking for suitable female mates, we don't want women to behave like that who Always have to be attention sinking Always sexualizing themselves. That does have a devastating impact on the black family. And then when you create a circuit of women who agree with that behavior, and then you have men who disagree, what happens if black men and women they butt heads? And we have to understand that this is this is not this is this is artificial, you know. And we, you know, and we, we're going to say it's coming from white supremacy. This is artificial for white supremacy to pit us. On different angles like this, instead of us all coming together and, and you know and realizing what's right and wrong.
0: Mm. Well, you know, I, I shared what I shared just now was a, a picture of Cardi B, and uh, it's interesting to to your point. Um, they named Cardi B the Billboard named her the Woman of the Year, and the statement they put on here is, "I like justice, but I also like popping my pussy." <laughs> and uh and 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 i and, I, and I, I'm not saying that that we can't have you know social justice pussy poppers, right? <laughs> but I think that it, it i I don't see a lot of white women who are literally elevated to the position of being the most influential one of the most influential white people in America, one of the most influential white women in America who would say, "I like social justice, but I also like popping my pussy." I, I just don't see that. I mean, don't get me wrong, you got your Kim Kardashians, right? We, we know you know that, that that black women ain't the only ones that that, that could get into the, the pussy popping culture. but 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 I don't think that the white America sees Kim Kardashian in the way Black America sees Cardi B. Like Cardi B was interviewing Joe Biden. Right. I, I, You know, but but then again, you know, but then again, though, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian went to go meet with Donald Trump. But I don't think most white people were cool with that. I think a lot of white people kind of thought that wasn't appropriate. Right. Yeah. But but yeah. but so 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 it makes me wonder and how do we balance between letting people just be who they are and do what they're going to do versus saying, come on, man. You know, there's a, there's plenty of black women out here who who don't get into that culture. And it seems like those black women get ignored. Like nobody wants to talk to the black woman. That isn't popping her pussy. Right. And then when you go out into the world and everybody and you ask me, what do you think about black women? And somebody says, well, I think they just like to pop their pussies. We get them all mad. We're like, that's racist. How dare you say that? But it's like if that's what's being marketed, then that's what people are going to see. You know, that, that's why what David Banner said that the reason he stopped rapping was because he went overseas and he said, people think African-Americans are a bunch of crazy, ignorant, ratchet, ridiculous people. And he said, I can't be a part of this no more. So they it's almost like they market us like clowns. I, I, I'm i done talking. I'm not going to say anything else. Does anybody want to jump in? No, uh, you're definitely,
4: you're, you're oh, definitely no, like ahead, like,
3: yeah. like black people, like you said, are definitely marketed as either, you know, the, the men are either you're the big, scary black criminal, you know, or you the athlete or you the rapper. Right. Like and then like you said, the women have the, the stereotype of being like ratchet or twerkers or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like so that it to me, that is the form, the push, the brand is being pushed by uh, by white America, by by the media, by the mass media. And so, it, it, it get, like you said, when you ask like about the black characteristics, like if you ask a random person, even black folk, like, what do you yeah. think about when you think of black people? Black folk might say, like, Obama or something. You know what I mean? Like, they might, like, the, the ones who just quit with it, trying to think of somebody, like, their first person is Obama, but we've seen even what Obama says about black folk. Like, even our own, like, you know, savior or whatever the black community is out here saying, like, you know, certain slogans are silly, or black folk is, is a certain kind of way, and it's almost like, what, what the hell's going on? So, no, yeah, like, the, the image that is pushed portrayed of black folks, both men and women are not in the highest of light, right? Like, like you said, the, if, if you talk about what an Asian is, they might say they're really smart and good with math. If you ask, what, a, what, a, you know, whatever, like black folks and, and Mexicans too, Mexicans are are like they get pushed in a certain direction as well. Like <laughs> yeah, the, they do. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But black folks is like the ratchet, you know, criminals. They're going to rob you. They're going to kill you. They're going to, you know, take your babies or whatever. So, you know, that is definitely pushed by what the media portrays of our people is actually quite sad.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah,
3: cuz okay. I Go
0: ahead. Now I want to ask one, one. You you worked in a restaurant before and uh so as as someone who uh has you know as a chef um you know I I I th- I thought it was just real weird To to have a restaurant environment where you got to tell people to stop twerking against the glass and standing on the furniture like that, I'm like, I'm like, what kind of restaurant is this? What's really going on? And I even heard people that were trying to basically say that the music. I guess somehow created a, a natural compulsion where they had to wow. twerk. They felt like they just had to twerk, so they were they were blaming the restaurant owner. Like you should have played twerking music if you didn't want them to twerk, right? I, which I thought that was that was kind of funny. But
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, what 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 did you think about that in terms of just this this all happening in a restaurant? Did it make you? I mean, it made
1: me wonder what kind of restaurant is. No. I mean, in my experience, um, I guess I just say this: there's a time. As my mom would always say there's a time and a place for everything, but i in my experience I've always encountered some type of drama um where I literally either had to ask somebody to not i wouldn't say all the time but it, um as as a restaurant owner you, you want to you, you, i i think people just like like i said, i think the perception that the fact of a black man like the, the restaurant i had that I was actually running here in Atlanta was a franchise i had so I it it was it was a lot of pressure um, with the perception of 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 me as a black man owning something I guess and being I guess authoritative at times you know um, people didn't you know necessarily almost like they they this don't respect you in in a sense but Mm -hmm. I mean this I mean there's a lot of incidents I had to call police on. You know, on on employees. Matter of fact, Wait, a couple of times. Employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just I don't know. I don't know. If it, it's it's just a mentality. Because I had a homeboy of mine that was was helping me at this at this at, this, at the business, and he, he we would have these little sidebar conversations, and he would always say, "You know, if you were white, they wouldn't be acting like this," or mm. you know, or or certain mm. patrons that came in. You know, if you were white, they wouldn't be doing the things they do or, or complaining about the things they complain about. But, you know, you work hard. Anybody that has a business works hard and they always try. You you, you want to have a successful business and, you know, I empathize with the owner to, to a certain degree. Um, but again, like I said, you know, you know, we're not understanding all the circumstances, but this is getting bits and pieces, but if he, it it, it didn't seem to me like he just blew up all of a sudden, you know. It seemed like he did try to, you know, have a quiet sidebar with this group of of ladies and try to, you know, let them know, look, y'all, I don't need y'all acting like this. So, um, but, I mean, you'd be astonished, man, the stuff that goes on Mm -hmm. at least in a restaurant.
0: Well, you know what it seems like? mm -hmm. It seems to me like, um, you know, you mentioned that word respect, you know. Mm -hmm. You you talked Mm -hmm. about being a black business owner, and you know, some of the stuff you have to put up with because people don't respect black business owners. Uh, there are a lot of black people who would disrespect a black business owner, and I know that mm-hmm. you know, as a mm-hmm. business owner, there's just stuff where I'm just like, Man, like mm-hmm. wow, like, like you really think black people can't do anything good, you know? Right. Even, even, even my PhD, I sat right next to the white kids, the German kids, the Chinese mm-hmm. kids there are black people that really think my PhD is not real because I'm Mm. black. If I was a white old white, old white man with a beard, they, they they would have no, they wouldn't question it at all. But Mm. because I'm black, there are black people who are like, well, when you go, where'd you go to school? Where'd you, mm-hmm. I got to pull out my dissertation and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. you're right. Though. So that disrespect is real, but it seems like it goes in both directions, right? Yeah. So on one hand, you got the customers that don't respect the black business owner, and then you got the black business owner who doesn't feel in some cases that they need to respect the black customers. Because I also would dare to say mm-hmm. that if these were white girls acting a fool, I don't know if he would have spoken the same way. Probably, probably I'd be curious to know what y'all think. What do y'all think about that? Probably
1: not. But I mean, I've had customers that actually came in that were like, gave me high accolades and gave me praise. I'll just Mm, say that too, as well, black customers and and even white customers that did come to my, uh, establishment. Mm. I'll jump off.
0: Oh, what what do you think? T I saw you nodding.
4: Oh yeah, man. I, you know, (laughs) you know, it's just, that's, You know, I just feel like our race kind of puts white people on a higher authority and maybe because a lot of us, you know, as youngsters, we grow up around black folks and we see them mostly poor. And then, you know, we look at white people in the media and also white people around our lives and they're just living, you know, the best life they can live. And maybe all of us look up to that and want to be like that. So we may have something in our brain instinctively to just give them more respect than we give our own people. And you know that is that is such a shame because to me it's just that disrespect. I, you know, I was thinking about when the brother was just talking about the disrespect. Like, could you imagine I'm on this panel and I'm taking my shirt off and like, you know, Tariq, just can you respect my panel and not take a shirt off? But I want to show everyone and <laughs> I work out, so I'm gonna take my shirt off anyway. I mean, you may just go off of me. I mean, that's just total disrespect, man. But yeah, like, I don't know if I would do that on a white. You know, I, I'm 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 not mm-hmm. saying to do that, but. Black person, my mindset, they they may not do that on the white panel. No,
0: <laughs> that, that's a real that's a real good point. So I think it's it's like uh, it's almost like there's a civil war between those those who will respect you more because you're black, like black people who will respect you more because you're black, and then black people who will respect you less because you're black because like, you really have a lot of black white supremacists out here oh, like a lot of black folks you know they 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 get up next to a white man they all polite and respectful <laughs> and yes sir no sir i'll pay full price sir that's a wonderful car you have there sir but they get next to a black person how'd that Negro get that car where'd you you got you got new shoes negro
3: why do you got new
0: you know and, and, and that that self-destruction is, is insane. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody on the panel. Uh, so I guess we can't talk all night, even though this is a good topic. Uh, everybody, uh, feel free, to you know, in, in 60 seconds, give, give your last word. Uh, John Thomas. By the way, I like the way John put his name and his, uh, his hashtag or his uh, Instagram or a following right there where you can follow him. Uh, everybody else, uh, maybe next time when you guys come back, just just uh there's a tip. Uh, put that in there. That way uh, mm-hmm. everybody watching, uh I hope you guys will support everybody. Everybody in here has an individual thing they're doing. They have a black business, they have a black brand. Uh let's support each other. Let's just, you know, help each other out. So uh so John, uh go ahead, I'll let you get the last word, man. Uh
5: yeah, I, I just uh I appreciate everybody, you know, their input on here and and going back to like the People saying the black restaurant owner maybe disrespected the black customers. Uh, I'm looking at it from a different perspective because maybe he was trying to give some kind of grace. Maybe that's why he didn't kick them out, you know, because he was just like, look, I'm trying to give you a chance so you can sit here and enjoy. But, you know, it's, this has been a real interesting conversation. You know, like Jeff was saying, there's a lot of context that we haven't been able to see. Uh, we need to have more respect for one another, have more. Practice more grace with one another and and just be able to hold one another more accountable. Because just because I'm holding you accountable for something, don't get so emotional, don't get so defensive. And just, I should be able to do whatever I want. No, that's not the case. Because how can we move forward? And just like we were talking about with how other races see us, I've talked with a lot of people. I've talked to this Asian girl that said, We we are we are very emotional. We always complaining a lot. I've talked to a white guy that did, he perceives us as, man, why, you know, you have all these opportunities, You're so lazy. Uh, and, and the list just goes on and on and on. I've talked to so many different people on how we're perceived. And a lot of times we, we reinforce that. That doesn't mean all of us are like that, but we have to right. be aware of how we're being viewed. Yeah. And it it's, it's, it's implementing a lot. And some of our own people are saying, yes, we are that, we are that. So we are feeding ourselves what, Right, like
0: we're living on the
5: stereotype. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, and unless we push ourselves to be better, we will never be better because we keep allowing ourselves to just do what the hell ever. There's no kind of uh code of conduct, and every other culture has a set of uh, a code of conduct and we don't. It's like Dr. Carl
0: Anderson, get his book. He he says we need to have a code of conduct. We need to have a code of conduct. Okay, um, so code of conduct. I don't want to cut you off. I just want to make sure you have time to get everybody's last word in. So uh so I'll go to you, Chef, uh Chef Juan. Uh what what's your final mm-hmm. thought?
1: I agree hundred percent. Um, like I said, we need to learn um to have some sort of discipline and respect for you know, any you know, you have any, you, most of us have respect for any business that we go in, but that extra level of respect for a black business. I mean, if, if the, the place, the ambiance is nice, the, you know, the food is good, then this has some respect, you know, for, for ourselves, for that business owner, because, you know, um, like I said, the restaurant business is is already a tough business and, um, you know, to, to not have that cold, of conduct is um something that i think the culture really needs to start addressing but i guess we all just need to start with with our with our own kids um our own households and just start there i mean
0: okay all right so uh code of conduct i'm hearing mm-hmm. code of conduct and i'm hearing respect right so uh, everybody typed the word respect in the chat um i think they're respecting each other is uh i, I think that's the theme i hope we can all agree on whether you you know whether you think twerking is okay or not i i'm not here to judge i'm not the twerk police but it sounds to me like the word respect really matters and and i know that even if i want to do something like there's things that maybe i might want to do but if i'm in a, a restaurant and they say we don't do that here um then i got a choice i can stay or i can go right so uh so uh t um
4: uh, what's your final thought yeah, to me, man, this is for black men specifically, man. You know, I just think that we all need to support this brother, because this is really attack on all black men. And this is not by black women, you know. We gotta, you know, I wanna make sure I state that when I say support this black man, that we're not thinking it's black women coming at them. No, this is the media, and sadly, like, you know, what you what you mentioned, black people uh in in a white body, you know, coming coming after this brother. If black men all had this unapologetic authority for righteousness, we would have a different community, not just towards the restaurant business, but what if we take that same, you know, we, we had a, a same strong headed political game, we would probably change our our political future. What about how we run our homes, how we run our neighborhoods? And you see the people who want us on the bottom, who don't want us to compete economically, love this division. So they're going to keep promoting black men who are very emotional, who, 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 who are not intelligent. You know, this brother, you are never gonna see him on TV. Like I even, I haven't seen him on TMZ and uh, the Ricky Smiley show. Very intelligent, articulate brother. And it was like, I mean, no disrespect to it, the black women. I just, in my institution, a lot of black women are very respectful. They are very classy and I love that culture. I want I want that to stay in my restaurant. Nothing about what he said was misogynistic but they're going to keep labeling this man misogynistic to put him as example to you other black men who think you have authority. That's what they're trying to destroy. And we cannot allow that.
0: Mm. All right. All right. So, uh, all right. Well put. So, uh, the black man's authority. So, uh, I'd be curious to know, uh, how we can place that. So, uh, Madam president, uh, what is your uh, final thought?
2: Uh, my final thought is thank you, Dr. Watkins for having me. Um, my final thought would be: uh, We are not each other's enemy. Um, like Brother Tariq said, media can portray as much division as they want to regarding black men and black women. But we are not each other's enemy. The enemy is always white supremacy. We need to keep that in the forefront of our mind at all times. Always mad <laughs> uh, if black women. Um, I do believe there is a time and place to twerk. You don't twerk everywhere you go. You know, <laughs> you want to enjoy yourself. That's but we should respect uh, we should respect people's boundaries, no matter where we are. Um, and also, too, code of conduct it is important for our community. And uh, we need black men to you know hold black women accountable. Black women should be holding black women accountable, bring <laughs> black men accountable. Um, in general, if we are community oriented, we are focused, and we are about economic empowerment. But we do not mind correcting. We do not mind correcting our behavior. Correcting our mentality to move forward and be progressive. Uh, mm. Let's not get distracted on who the real enemy is. It's not the brother who's the restaurant owner. He's intelligent. He has a business. We respect that. It's not the women who overly enjoyed themselves. We don't know if alcohol was involved either, but they need, you know, they can correct themselves and they need to correct. They can correct themselves. The positive thing is they are supporting a, a black business. So we don't have to write either of them off. We don't have to write the brother off and we don't have to write the sisters off. We just continue to build as a community.
0: Hmm. Well, I like that a lot. Um, we are not each other's enemy. <laughs> Give me a yes in the chat if you get if you get that message. If you picked it up loud and clear, type hashtag B1 in the chat. Hashtag B1, uh, meaning we're black first and we are not each other's enemy. And, uh, and I, I I thought that was a great point because it seems like that gender war is constantly pushed up. And, uh, and and that's that's something actually white supremacy does around the world. If they want to control the country what and overthrow a government, what they'll do is they'll find a rebel group that hates the government and they'll go fund the rebel group and they'll go in. They'll go fan the flames of dissension, fan the differences. Right. But that's actually what people are doing to the United States right now. Uh, there are Russian operatives, Chinese operatives, etc., who are basically taking divisions that exist in this country, whether it's racial, gender or whatever, and they're blowing it up so that the the country will spend so much time fighting each other they can't really actually make a unified front and uh so that's that's something that i think we have to think about because it's happening to the united states white supremacy has done it all around the world and they are definitely doing it in the black community that divide and conquer is super real and so everybody has to kind of think about that a little bit so jeff um uh you're the man of the hour you get uh, uh i'd love to hear your final thoughts on it, brother Or uh, uh, what say you jeff
3: So, yeah, my final thoughts is uh, the restaurant owner, his name was Kevin Kelly. So one thing I really like about Mr. Kelly was that he didn't apologize for what took place, right? He said he did apologize for the tone. He did apologize for overusing curse words because sometimes when you use curse words, it, people can lose the message, right? Like you, you're trying to have a message, but people can lose it when you throw out, you know, a bunch of curse words or whatever. He said, you know, he probably shouldn't use as many curse words, but he didn't apologize for what he did. And that's one thing that we get, we have a lot of problems with in our black community, especially from our black men. When they take a stance on something, they always backtrack. when an when they get a backlash from the the liberal media, from the liberal Twitter or or whatever. You know, people that just feel like you shouldn't be, you know, try to uh, emasculate you. Right. So that was one thing Mr. Kelly didn't do. He didn't apologize. And I think a lot of that a lot of people can take that message from him. That not stand firm on your beliefs, stand firm on what you believe in. If you believe your restaurant doesn't shouldn't allow twerking, don't allow twerking. Don't don't let people like bully you into apologizing for People twerking in your restaurant or whatever, and I, and I really think that being strong on that front will help a lot of people and help a lot of people in our community. So I really, you know, Mr. Kelly, I applaud you on making sure not to apologize and stand strong on what you believe in. Then your bo- uh, mic's on mute. Sorry, guys, <laughs> i muted myself because I don't want y'all to
0: have to hear me <laughs> making noise in the background. Uh, you know, I, I like what you said. I like I like the fact that you pointed out that subtle detail um jeff is really good with details if if you you go watch him on the black boss channel he's real good at at analytics and stuff like that and he brings (laughs) you facts and i know people don't like facts people want to have feelings that defy the facts right so so they they, if you give them more facts that confront their feelings then their feelings only get that much more elevated because they're pissed off now now the facts don't (laughs) confirm what they're feeling so um i think that was a good point about uh mr kelly um and i will just say you know in my personal bias um I, w- I would support the restaurant because um, I do think that, that he did have a good point. If, if he did, in fact, approach these uh, customers in a polite way and they drove him over the top, then uh, I just see that as, a, as an unfortunate situation that probably could have been handled better, but he did handle that, and he made, he made his point, and he, he said it real clearly, like, look, I don't, I don't want your money. Uh, you know, you, I, I want you to go. I did this for our culture. I did this for our people. Uh, this is where we stand. And I think that that, also, that, that makes me really realize that that black people are just never going to be the same. We're never going to all be the same. If you look at white people, for example, you got liberal white people, conservative white people, everything in between. White people are not the same. Mm. So uh, Asian people are not the same. Jewish people are not the same. I, I read a whole book called uh, "What How the Jews Invented Hollywood. And it explains how, you know, because I want black people to have our own movie industry, right? And uh, like black owned, not no Hollywood stuff. I'm talking about really black owned. And, um, and I remember b- tripping out over how much they fought each other. Like we have this image that they're that they're all unified and perfect. No, they had a lot of the same divides that we have, except some of the divides are actually even worse. So, um, so I don't think we have to be too hard on ourselves. Uh, but what I would like to do, actually, out of fairness to Mister Kelly, and, and by the way, if anybody knows him, tell him he's invited to come in. He can come on the platform and tell his side of the story if he wants to. And I guess even the twerkers can too if they want to. Like, <laughs> they, just don't be twerking on my channel. You twerk on my channel, I'm gonna put you out of this. <laughs> but anyway. Let, let me read what Mr. Kelly wrote, uh, because I, I do think it's important to um, to uh, actually hear it right from uh, from his mouth. And uh, and I think that would be instead of me giving the last word. I think I think Mr. Kelly should have the last word uh, so that we can really understand where the brother was coming from. Uh, let me see if I can if I can find. Here we go. Here's the article. I'm going to share my screen here. <clears throat> I hope you guys can see it. Uh, so this is their Instagram, by the way. If you want, if you if you feel compelled to support this black business, uh, feel free. Here, they're True, True Kitchen Cocktails. I'm sure they got a lot of followers off of this. Uh, he, he says, in response to the numerous comments and postings on social media, I will share a bit of detail associated with our guests uh, twerking, being asked to stop, being addressed, and asked to leave True Kitchen and Cocktails. While I would like to apologize to the patrons who I offended by my poor choice of wording, so he's not apologizing for, for everything. He's apologizing for his poor choice of wording. He's apologizing to those who were offended by the words. Um, I think this full story and a bit of video may help your understanding of the final straw with guests addressed and asked to leave. When the first incidents occurred, the guests were politely asked to, dr- to stop and I, and have respect for themselves and other customers. The guests at issue were at three tables as this video shows you. Uh, as this video shows you, we'll see guests spoken to politely and literally begged to stop standing on our furniture and twerking. There are other videos that show much more of the behavior in the following videos, but we do not want to embarrass the guests sitting at those tables. Later, as another video shows, my, a customer stood on her seat Placed her hands against the glass windows and began to twerk. My immediate reaction was: this woman could fall through the window, and we could be the target of a lawsuit if she is injured. And that's true. If she falls mm-hmm. through that window twerking, or she'd be the first one screaming that she's a victim. That's interesting. My my second reaction was was that enough is enough. After already addressing this behavior twice. These customers no longer deserve the courtesy of kindness and I expressed, i sorry, the courtesy of kindness I expressed in the early encounters as it was met with disrespect and intentionally ignored. So he almost seems to be saying that, you know, that that once he was disrespected, that caused that, that triggered him. Um, This is why they were told to leave. We hope these additional videos will give you a bit more insight into what led to the guests being admonished, but we understand we cannot please everyone. As usual, 97% of our guests yesterday were fantastic. This is an this is an indictment on the very few who don't respect our restaurant. However, we reserve the right to address guests who we believe fall below the standards of the concept created. True Kitchen uh, and Cocktails is a concept created with many months of planning and much more to ensure it is a concept Dallas will love. To date, our plan has worked well, and we are thankful for our guests. Um, I, I like the statement. I, I think that he, he's, he it was well-spoken. Um, also what I'll say is this, um, and anybody can respond to what I, what, what I say on this. I think his business is going to explode because of this. I really do I think if you talk about just the basics, this is the business side of me coming out. The basics of brand building is you can't, if you, tra- you can't be everything to everybody all the time. If you try to be everything to everybody all the time, then you'll be nothing to anybody ever. Right. So, so he's drawing the line in the sand. he's saying, if you are one of our people Come to our restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's talking about them, right? Uh, so if you're one of our people, come to our restaurant. If you're not one of our people, then stay away, and that's okay. So you give up a couple of dollars, so you know you give up two dollars, so you can make ten. Um, <laughs> I, I think you in from this. What well, What do y'all think? No, oh, no. I agree.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in downtown. I live I live right next to downtown Dallas, and me my lady are trying to get reservations but it's, it's always busy so this brother booming so you know even if we're gonna have the door dash like we really want to support this brother now and there are a lot of black people saying the same thing because the black people the black men and women who are intelligent who can who can see through this they're never gonna get interviewed on TV to uh, to explain why they support this brother just only the angry black folks so he has a lot of grassroots support you just don't see it because, you know, the, the meat is not portraying mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. okay. yeah. well, yeah. it. OK, well, it looks like a lot of people are saying that he is blowing up already. And so um, sometimes when you run into a controversy, it's, I think this is just a good like business lesson, you know, because um, we do want to see everybody in who has businesses, you know, should. I want to see you do well. And I would just tell you, you know, as a person myself who's in the middle of controversy, sometimes or I have somebody on the Internet screaming and hollering. Oh, blah. <laughs> You know, at that point it's like you stand on your principle. You let people know, look, this is who the fuck I am. If you like it then stay. If you don't like it then please go. Right? And and I what I find is that people who dig what you're doing, they like they they respect you for being clear about who you are. I think people especially especially for men, but I think it's true for women as well. I I don't think people like people that are flimsy and flippy floppy trying to please everybody. Like for example, when Snoop Dogg Goes out and, and makes that crazy statement about Gail King calling her a doghead bitch and all that, which I didn't agree with. That I thought that was too harsh. Uh, Snoop comes back and apologizes like three times. Yeah. People hated that. They're like, come on, man. Like either either you is or you ain't. You know, either you are or you are or not. Which what are you? And uh, and I think that that creates brand identity. So I think uh, True Kitchen Cocktails, if they're, sure, the controversy comes with a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I think that they're going to make more money than ever. And uh, and, and if you go to Dallas and you support the restaurant, I bet you you won't even be able to
1: get a reservation. Mm. Quick uh, point I just want to make, other uh, boys. That the prime example, like Chick fil A and that controversy they had, and droves of people went and supported them, and they made billions of dollars off. I can't remember exactly what the... they They
3: don't support gay
1: people, right? They don't support gay marriage, right? right.
0: Yeah, so, gay marriage, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. One man and one woman, yeah. but if you go mm-hmm. to Chick fil A. Yep. I remember being at Chick Fil A a couple times, and they—I mm-hmm. think they went out of their way to hire people from different, from diverse communities mm-hmm. to make to make the point. Like, look, we don't hate nobody; we just believe what we believe, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now, yep. whether you agree with that or not, you are right, though. Because mm-hmm. I remember right after that, Fox News had Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day, and they had lines going out the door and down the mm-hmm. block up the street. Yeah. And also just using Chick-fil-A as an example, and, and there's many other examples out there. The, the main thing I think that also helps them as a business is that they're just efficient. Their food is good. They, mm-hmm. they serve you well. And a lot of people are like, look, I don't really care about your politics. Just give me some good chicken and I'm out. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, but, but, you know, is that right or wrong? Nobody can say. But mm-hmm. if you talk about business, um, in general, I think that the cultural climate we're in right now is one that's almost built like warfare. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what you do or what you say, and T, T's nodding because T gets T gets to shit every day on Facebook. I see it. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, no matter what you do or what you say, somebody's gonna get pissed off. Somebody's gonna hate you for it. So the worst thing to do in business, in my opinion, is to go out here trying to get everybody to like you. It ain't gonna happen. Look at Look at Barack Obama. Barack, look at how many darts get thrown at him when he does an interview and sometimes i'm throwing the darts right <laughs> right but to his credit yo, know, obama's gonna make 80 million this year or whatever he made and he ain't thinking about what i got to say he his, his slogan in 2012 was forward and you know what there's a part of me that says that's right you keep moving forward that's the right strategy so anyway guys um it was great i'm gonna say thank you uh to, to the panelists uh jeff Lisey, Jr. Chef Juan, give me a lesson, Juan, again, brother. I'm sorry.
1: McAllister. That's a slave thing, man. Juan McAllister. And uh, and Juan, I I want you to connect
0: connect with me on Facebook, man. I want to invite you back. Oh, oh, uh, absolutely,
1: man. Again, it was a pleasure being here.
0: Yeah, we're glad to have you, man. And uh, yeah. T. Kalik and uh, Madam President and uh, Jeff Lightsey Jr. and all these individuals do regular stuff uh, online all the time. And you can rewind the video and get get all their social media, support them, follow them, uh, support Black. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to the Black Boss Channel if you haven't done that yet. The Black Boss Channel uh, is a place where the, the voices of Black men get heard. We, we, you know Women come in periodically, like Madam President and others, but, but I, I, we created the Black Boss Channel because – we believe that the voice of the black man should be respected and elevated. Just like a fly new being queen, we believe the voice of the black woman should be respected and elevated. So there's times where women are talking and men need to shut up and listen. And that's when, you know, we got Miss Vicky and Jane and others talking. We need to shut up and listen so we can understand our women better. And then also the time where men are talking and when men are talking, y'all got to shut up and listen. Uh, because you got to learn to understand your men so that you can build a better community. So I hope that's okay for me to say that. Maybe it's not, but if
2: it's you
0: Uh, and I wish everybody the best, I love you. And and thank you guys for hanging out, hit the thumbs up button, share subscribe button on your way out. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. So uh, my panelists just stick around for a second, guys. I just want to say goodbye to everybody uh, individually as well. All right. Take care everybody. Have a good night.